Well, ladies and gentlemen, on this St. Patrick's Eve, we have invited back a very special guest to Audio Theater. Yes, after an absence of three years, we welcome back to the program none other than the Seacoast's most famous chef, the one, the only, the bench chef, Vidalia Van Dam. Welcome, Vidalia. It's wonderful to have you back here on St. Patrick's Eve. Well, thank you, John. And thank you to all your wonderful listeners. It's a pleasure to be here, dearies. Thank you very much, don't you know? And a very happy St. Patty's Day to all my loyal listeners on Portsmouth Community Radio. Well, Vidalia, everyone here at the studio, and I am sure all the listeners out there, are listening with breathless anticipation for your special St. Patrick's Day recipe. Of course they are, John. I would not expect it to be any other way. After all, I am the bench chef, and very well known for my St. Patrick's Day cuisine, don't you know? Yes, Vidalia, but I have one question. How does one with a name like Vidalia Van Dam, who was born and raised outside of Richmond, Virginia, become so well known for her St. Patrick's Day recipes? Oh, my dear John, what a good question you have asked of Vidalia, don't you know? You are much brighter than you look, dear boy. Well, uh, thank you, Vidalia, I think. Yes, well, you see, though my married name is Van Dam, which I took from my dear late husband, Vladimir Van Dam, my maiden name was Rek. Vidalia Rek. Okay, but but I don't see the connection. Is Rek an Irish name? No, but you see, when my great-great-grandfather came to this country in 1909, and when he arrived at Ellis Island, his last name was Orek. But he decided to Americanize it by dropping the O, and he became Wreck. Oh, okay, so he was a wreck. In more ways than one, my dear boy. The man was a complete basket case. Began enjoying a bit too much of the whiskey. The Irish whiskey, don't you know? Arriving in a new country and having to change his name meant that he did a lot of kissing the Blarney Stone in his newly adopted home. I'm, I'm not quite sure what you mean by kissing the Blarney Stone. Well, he had to tell a lot of, uh, let me say, uh, exaggerations about his past. Throwing the bull, shoveling the... Oh, okay, I understand. Uh, but I assume that things did eventually go well for him and your family. Well, yes. In fact, I have been told that great-great-grandfather, the family called him great-great-grandfather, had many good friends in the new country. In fact, there was one man who befriended great-great-grandfather and often gave him a ride in his wagon. Oh, that's nice. Uh, helped him get around, did he? Yes, dear John, as I recall, his name was Paddy, and great-great-grandmother wrote in her diary that great-great-grandfather was always riding in Paddy's wagon, don't you know? Very interesting, Vidalia. Well, I would like to spend more time discussing your family history, but it is St. Patrick's Eve, and we are all anxious to hear your special recipe for tomorrow's celebration. Yes, dear John, by the luck of the Irish, I just happened to bring along a recipe for a famous main course, don't you know? But before I begin cooking, I want to mention that one member of great-great-grandfather's family, a cousin Sean, came to the United States in 1915 and kept his given name, Orek. My great-great-grandfather was always jealous that cousin Orek kept the family name. In fact, it has been said that great-great-grandfather would say things like, He sucks! Which, of course, was not a common term in 1915, don't you know? Okay, Vidalia, yes. I understand. Now, could we, uh... And Cousin Eurek got very upset at hearing great-great-grandfather saying that about him. However, it did give him a great idea. Yes, Vidalia. Now, about today's recipe. But, of course, Cousin Eurek did not drop the O. He simply changed the pronunciation to Eurek and went into the vacuum cleaner business. 
One could say that his life sucked from then on. <laughs> Don't you know? But he was a success, unlike great-great-grandfather. I always carry this to remind me of Cousin Oric. Okay, Vidalia, uh, we're going to run short on time, so please, our engineers have prepared your cooking bench for you. Uh, shall we move into the cooking studio where you can demonstrate your St. Patrick's Day recipe for our listening audience? Okay, dear John, I understand how excited the listeners must be. After all, I am the one, the only, bench chef, Vidalia Van Damme. Let us now go into the cooking studio, as you call it. Yes, Vidalia, now, I want to remind you that last time we went into the cooking studio, it was still under construction, and there were a number of microphone cables on the floor, and as you recall, uh, you tripped and fell on one of them. Uh, this time, uh, we only have one cable, so getting into the room should not be a problem. Just make sure you step over the fluorescent orange cable. Not to worry, dear John, Vidalia will step carefully. Let us go on. Mr. Audio Engineer, a little traveling music, if you will, as we transfer to Studio B.C., our bench cooking studio. Threw me for a damn loop, don't you know? And put one big damn run in my damn Van Damme pantyhose! That's a damn shame! Just bought these this morning at Big and Tall Women, don't you know? Well, Adelia, you almost made it without falling. Are you okay? Don't worry, dear boy. It was all part of my daily physical exercise routine where I work to strengthen my reflexes and balance, twisting and turning my beautifully buffed body so that it will fall to the floor in a graceful, dignified heap of pure, uninjured bench chef. As long as I didn't tear open the stitches from my recent abdominal surgery, refracture my tibia, dent the metal plate in my skull, or crush the last two remaining toes on my left foot. The lawnmower incident from last summer, don't you know? Vidalia considers herself a damn lucky Van Damme. Okay, Vidalia, well, it looks like you made it in one piece. Sorry about the run in the pantyhose. Now, if you are ready, we really need to move forward with our radio cooking demonstration. We are running short on time. Okay, let it not be said that the bench chef Vidalia Van Damme held up this or any other damn Van Damme cooking demonstration show. Although it is not my fault that your Ben Chef studio has more obstacles in it than the final episode of Survivor. I should remind the listeners that if they are not a member of this station, they should buck up and join. They need to fix this studio before Vidalia injures herself beyond all repair. Do you hear me out there, dearies? Yes, I'm, I'm sure they heard you, Vidalia. Now, today, you are going to demonstrate your St. Patrick's Day corned beef cabbage recipe. And then, you're going to top it off with... What, what are you doing, Vidalia? Vidalia? Vidalia! Please, dear John, I am trying to fortify myself with an herbal blend of fine Irish whiskey in order to prepare myself for the task ahead. Vidalia, you cannot be drinking on a radio show. May I remind you, dear boy, that if one were to be precise, I am not on a radio show. I am sitting under the bench. And now you need to come out and cook for us, Vidalia. Your fans are waiting. Make sure you have a pencil and paper at hand, ladies and gentlemen. You won't want to miss a bit of the bench chef's recipe. Okay. All right. Well, now, first take a three-pound corned beef brisket 
which should be uncooked and packed in brine, don't you know? Place the corned beef in a colander and rinse well on the cold, running water. Oops. <laughs> be sure to do this over the sink, because as those of you here in the studio can see, it makes a bender mess if you do it over the floor, don't you know? Tom, can you get a mop for us? Continuing. Place the corned beef in a large Dutch oven with a tight-fitting lid. Add 16 cups, I said, 16 Van Damme cups of cold water. Cold water. Two bay leaves. Two teaspoons of black peppercorns. Four whole all-spice berries. Two whole cloves. And a partridge in a pear tree. <laughs> Just kidding me, boy. Read to a boil. Uncovered, don't you know? That smells great, Vidalia. Do not interrupt. Vidalia, zip your lip. Now, skim off any scum that rises to the surface. Skim off that scum of the earth. No one wants scum in their corned beef. Scum, a.k.a. froth, foam, crust, skin. It is a vile, filthy substance that must be removed before one goes further in this recipe, or for that matter, in their life. One simply cannot abide scum in their environment. Why, I remember when my husband, the late Vladimir Van Damme, after spending a long day in the sun, weeding in our Vidalia onion patch like a lonely little petunia, took a shower and had the audacity to leave a significant layer of Vidalia, scum uh, in the... Uh, Vidalia, Vidalia, you're going off the topic. What, what, what? Oh, yes, Vidalia Van Damme of the Van Damme dynasty apologizes for discussing a scum story. Once you remove any scum that rises to the surface, cover and bring the pan to the oven and braise at 300 degrees until it is very tender for about 3 hours and 45 minutes. Vidalia, when you say about... How close to three hours and 45 minutes do you have to be in order to be about three hours and 45 minutes? About, dear boy, means approximately. All I can say is do the best you can until the corned beef is very tender. It could be three hours and 30 minutes. Three hours and 40 minutes. Three hours and 50 minutes. Three hours and 55 minutes. Four hours. About. Close to. Approximately. When it is very tender, do you get it? Do you understand? Comprendez-vous? Must I explain everything I say in minute detail? Or can you use a scrap of common sense, dear boy? Well, well I was just asking. Next, transfer the corned beef to a cutting board. Cover it tightly with foil to keep it warm. Add one half large head of green cabbage. About, keep quiet, John, two pounds, cut into eight thick wedgies. Uh, uh, excuse me, Vidalia, don't you mean wedges? That is what I said, wedgies. No, Vidalia, I'm sorry, uh, there is a difference, a big difference. A wedge is a slice, but a wedgie is, well, a wedgie is what you have right now in the back of your skirt. And one half large green cabbage cut into eight thick Wedges! Are you satisfied? Yes, thank you, Vidalia. And eight small potatoes. You know, small potatoes, like John's comments about my pronunciation of wedges as wedgies. To the cooking liquid and bring to a boil. Lower the heat and simmer until the vegetables are tender. Should be about 20 minutes. 
Next, take a slotted spoon. Transfer the cabbage to a large platter. Slice the corned beef across the grain of the meat into thin slices. Lay the slices over the cabbage and surround it with the potatoes. Ladle some of the hot cooking liquid over the corned beef and season with freshly ground pepper. Serve immediately with mustard or horseradish sauce. And there you have the bench chef's corned beef and cabbage for St. Patrick's Day. Well, our studio audience here in the Bench Chef Studio certainly did appreciate that cooking demonstration, Vidalia. Is there anything you would like to add before we end? I want to thank everyone for being so kind. And I just wanted to mention that when my dear husband, the late Vladimir Van Damme, lay dying on his bed, I went into his room and asked him if there was anything he wanted. Vladimir looked at me and said, Vidalia, what?" Is that delicious smell coming from the kitchen? I replied, Oh, my darling Vladimir, that is corned beef and cabbage that I am cooking. I will never forget how Vladimir's eyes filled with tears as he said, Vidalia, as my dying wish, I would love to have some of that corned beef and cabbage that you're cooking. I cannot tell all your listeners how deeply this touched Vidalia's heart and so, it gave me a reason to go on cooking all these years, and it broke my heart to have to tell Vladimir, Oh, my darling, I'm sorry, but I'm saving the corned beef and cabbage for your wake. What? You didn't give him any because you were saving it for his wake? That's right, and a damn good Van Damme wake it was because of the corned beef and cabbage. Everyone raved about it. Okay, well, that, that pretty much brings this segment of audio theater to a conclusion. I want to thank the Seacoast one and only Vidalia Van Dam, better known as the Bench Chef, for being our guest this St. Patrick's Eve. You are entirely welcome, dear John, and wonderful listeners. It was my pleasure, and I look forward to returning again. May I remind your listeners that I have a new book out. It is entitled The Bench Chef Does Donuts, and it is all about cooking, uh, well, donuts. Boston cream to cider donuts. They are all in there. There is even a section on donut holes and one on treating hot fat burns of the upper torso. It is available at www.eatingonhealthytastebetter.com and major booksellers everywhere except for Amazon, Borders, and Barnes and & Noble. And it will not be found in any locally owned bookstores. Okay, well, that wraps up this section of Audio Theater. Stay tuned for the rest of our show coming up in just a moment. Thank you, Vidalia. Are we off the air? Good, my hands are greasy from the corned beef. Could someone help me by pulling this wedgie out for me? Hello? Hello? Help anyone?